0: This is The World. I'm Ken Bader. Banjo virtuoso Bela Fleck has just returned to the United States from Africa. Fleck spent a month in several African countries gathering ideas for new songs and trying to understand what the African roots are of the banjo. He's now back in Nashville. Today, we conclude his audio journal for us with the final two stops on his trip, the West African nations of the Gambia and Mali. It was in the Gambia that Bela Fleck encountered the instrument most akin to the banjo, the acanting. The music that they were playing in Gambia, it's probably very similar to what they were playing hundreds of years ago. There's been a lot of research done about the akanting, especially by a guy named Ulf, uh, who's from Sweden, and he feels that the akanting is obviously the the banjo's uh, predecessor. And one of his reasons is because it connects to um, old-time frailing banjo styles, um, you know, downstroke, pluck thumb, which when I saw them play, that's what I saw, it looked just like frailing. Folks, they tell stories even to this day. Don't go in the woods playing the akonting because when people go in the woods and play music, they disappear. And this goes back to the slave days when, when uh, that would attract slave traders. Every day, I was working on new music, and a lot of times I would hear a song and have to figure out how to play it right then and there, and just because the sheer mass of it and the short amount of time I had, I just started writing it out in banjo tablature as quick as I could and erasing and scratching out and writing over. The whole idea of dictation and ear training was something that was very um, unusual to them because they learn their music from hearing it their whole lives and and it seeps into their brain and then people teach each other directly but they use their memory then they correct each other which is different than uh, writing it out and then studying the page and internalizing the page and then throwing away the page eventually. At one point I asked the guys if they would mind just playing a a tune without the accounting um, just so I could show them what I did. And, And so I got the percussionist just to start up a beat and then I started to play old Joe Clark and just went into a sort of a free jam And they just loved it. And it it seemed like it, it broke down some doors because instead of being a remedial accounting player, I was suddenly somebody who was good. Here we are in the Dakar airport waiting for our flight. We're looking forward to getting to Mali, which in a lot of of ways is the crown jewel of the music community here in Africa. Coming from Gambia to Mali almost felt like we we were leaping forward centuries musically. Like going from folk music to jazz, or, you know, to rural roots music to classical music or something. The level is so high and when I started playing with these guys in Bamako, in Mali, it was like I was playing with the guys I always play with except playing different notes and different phrases, different language. When we first got to Mali, one of the first stops was at a great musician's house named Vaseko Kuyate, and he's one of the most incredible Ngoni players over there um, and Ngoni is like a banjo, sort of, it's got four strings and it's about maybe two feet long. Boseco's house was really interesting because in every room there was something going on. One room they were cooking food, and down the hall there'd be babies crying. It's a musical apartment, and people come over there and stick their heads in to see what's going on because they love music and because he's a great musician, and they're respectful of that. And Beseco demanded that respect even from his family. You know, when the baby started crying, he said hey, shut that kid up, (laughs) to the mom, and and that baby got whisked off and things got quiet again. (laughs) To me, that was part of the fun. Babies crying, cars going by, you know, conversations in the other room. That was all great with me. It wasn't supposed to be a studio. (laughs) it's great. It's beautiful. Tell him I'm doing it by imitating him, not by understanding. You know what I mean? Jell Amati Tunkar is is one of Mali's greatest guitar players, and a a, a guitar hero around the world, in fact. He's played in a a, a very popular band called the Super Rail Band for a long, long, long time. But a lot of my favorite work that he does is on his acoustic guitar. A lot of people have come to Jelamati asking him to teach them, and and he and he does it, but hardly anybody ever gets the fine points. And the fine points we're talking about is how he plays these blurringly fast lines. They're combinations of uh, of triplets and thirty-second notes, and there's a certain amount of luck, and there's a certain amount of really understanding the grid that has to happen for you to play those kinds of phrases. They're, they're very free and yet they're very exact. There's no fudge factor. Either you got it and it works or you didn't get it. And I had listened to it and I kind of was getting a sense of what it was, but actually doing it was a whole different thing. But when he said that, nobody ever learns this thing, they always try and they never get it. It really got my back up. And right that instant I decided, I'm going to get this lick. Something happened to me. (laughs) And he got really happy. a lot of people have said to me, wow, this trip's going to change your life. And then of course what happens is I come home and, and instantly I'm shot into other work that I have to do that takes my attention away from the whole trip. It's almost like I never went. Um, but then I pull up the tapes and I start to listen back to this stuff. And I hear all of these incredible adventures and all of these interactions with people. I, in a way, it happened so fast while it was happening that I think it's going to take a long time for me to figure out what, what just happened this last month. BelaFlex audio journals from Africa were produced in Boston by the world's Marco Werman. You can see photographs from BelaFlex Travels at theworld.org. Our theme music was composed by Eric Goldberg. In Boston, I'm Ken Bader. Have a great weekend.